You're listening to the Auxiliary Gate Podcast, Kentucky's weekly horse racing discussion. And now, here are your hosts, Alan Schneider, Brandon Jaggers, and me, C.C. Broadus. Bazinga C trying to repel the challenge of Red Hot Mess. They are four lanes clear. She's Peachy Keen is starting to close in. Joy Runner in between rivals. A 16th pole passes. Red Hot Mess now starts to pull away at 12 to 1. And the White Clay Creek champion is Red Hot Mess to beat Bazinga C. Joy Runner and she's Peachy Keen. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 75 of the Auxiliary Gate Podcast. I'm CC Broadus. I'm joined by my all-watched-up partner, Alan Schneider. How how you doing, Alan? Oh, fine. What did you call me? That I didn't hear that, that first adjective. What was that? You're all washed up after uh, after a big <laughs> celebration on Friday afternoon at Keeneland. That is fair to say. We went down to Keeneland Friday, and as anybody that was there or even watching – or even at their homes here in Kentucky. It was a, it rained and rained and rained last Friday, but I tell you what, it could not have been a more enjoyable time. Uh, it was, we, we had a blast on there, uh, Friday at Keeneland. There's a reason why too. Yeah. Well, let's, let's just talk about that right now. Uh, our, our, uh, BFF, Michelle Lovell and her top mayor change of control in the Buffalo Trace Franklin County stakes in a bog and she was facing uh, top Wesley Ward filly and Campanelli, a heavy favorite, and changed the control. Uh, basically, uh, outran her early and uh, and and surged on to victory in uh, in, in the Franklin County, and it gave Michelle or gave Change the Control as well a, a third greatest stakes victory on the year. So uh, it was we're amazing. Very, very, yeah, we're very very happy for Michelle. Um, and I should add that Michelle told us, for the prep, Michelle's one of the nicest people I ever meet. She told us the horse was going to win. She, she was as confident as I've, I've ever seen a trainer. Then, and that's before the skies really opened up before the race. So, but there's yeah. more to the story too. So, well, yeah, well, the, the mayor loves a bog, and she loves, uh, she loves giving the ground or cutting the ground. And boy, she did she ever get it? And uh, yeah, that race was over at the eighth pole. So, yeah, the cool thing for us. Uh, we're kind of hanging out with Michelle and her entourage after the race. And, uh, uh I, I don't know who invited us, but we got invited into the director's room at Keeneland. Uh, that's, uh, like, that's a, like a secret room there. They don't only, only let like, uh, billionaires go in there. And then somehow in a, in a room full of suits, I'm wearing, uh, I think I'm wearing a hoodie and, and shorts and flip flops. And then I can't remember what you were wearing, but, uh, yeah. In a room Jeans and a polo yeah. shirt from Coles and some wet Nikes, but they treat us like we were royalty. They was as nice as they could be. Hats off to them or whatever. Yeah, it was a it was a, it was a fun day. I'd never been in the director's room. Got to drink a flute of champagne, and 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 celebrate. Uh, watch the replay of the race uh, with all the wealthy people at Keeneland. And uh, and Michelle got her due. And, and you know we're always big about giving Michelle her due. And the people at Keeneland gave her due. They treated her like royalty. And it was a it was wonderful to see for our friend. And wonderful see for that horse who uh, continues to be underappreciated. I mean, I don't know what the what more the horse has to do, but it was it was it was fun. We we really enjoyed it. We were thrilled for Michelle. Got to hang with uh, her friend Jerry Romans, a great guy, and it was just it was a great experience. So while everyone else is out there soaking soaking wet, we were uh, counting our money and uh, enjoying the enjoying a little bit of a 
the highlight thanks to Miss Michelle. Do you think they disinfected the the director's room after we left? You and I, I would have. I know how I smell. I know how I look. Yeah. Uh, but you know, whatever. Would I say they were better all better better for it? I can't say that. But uh, uh, we're just kidding. They were great. We were, they were great. We 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 were honored. That was a great Very day. Very fortunate. Yeah, it great was. Day. Great day indeed. So uh, another great day is coming up. It's the Breeders' Cup World Thoroughbred Championships. Uh, it's about two weeks, maybe two and a half weeks away. Uh, this Breeders' Cup Classic could be an all-timer. I say that every year, though, it seems. But uh, horses like Essential Quality, Nick's Go, Medina Spirit, uh, Art Collector. Uh, but outside of the Classic, uh, is there any races that you're looking forward to? Any any horses that uh, you you want to mm-hmm. you want to see uh, one last time before they go off stud or or, or the breeding shed? Well, change of control, but I don't think Michelle's going to go. She she did get the win in your end, I believe. But um, oh, I think there's a lot of great racing. Uh, Kentucky Tennessee is that day, by the way. So we'll see how that goes. It could be a chalky day overall. I think we talked briefly off air some of the horses that we think could go. Do indeed go, but I think off the top of my head, I would say maybe the distaff, like a lot of people, with Latruska in there, and I, I'm going to assume Malathot is going to go. You have a couple of nice Chad Brown horses, like I think maybe Regal Glory would go. Who, help me out. Who else would there be? I think that this, see if Latruska can do it one more time against top flight competition. I mean, I think the horses should be, you know, talk about horses of the year already and stuff, but, uh, she got one more enter against top flight competition. I think this staff is, is uh, really one to watch. I want to see what's in the tank with Jack Christopher in the juvenile. That'll be on the Friday before the big day. But, uh, yeah, the, from the Chad Brown barn, that horse annihilated the, the champagne stakes at Belmont. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. Uh, hopefully uh, hopefully we'll see Rattle and Roll uh, ship out yes. west as well. But they're, they're, they're talking maybe go to the Kentucky Jockey Club instead. I can understand uh, that. Uh, one last order of business before we get to our special guest uh, this evening, and uh, we want to give a shout out to our friend Matt Linville, who is, I believe, is going to have his first horse run at Keeneland on Sunday. I believe is what Brandon told us. Uh, and a horse named uh, is this right? Tap tap that app. I like that name. That's a that clever app. name. Uh, I didn't pull up the pedigree, but this is uh, he's in partnership with Lands and Robbins, who's been a uh, guest on our show in the past uh tap that app it's by tap it out of a curling mare is this a tap it yeah so this is a tap it out of conquest curl girl who was a uh i think uh, mark cassie trained that filly back in the day but she was a daughter of of curling so uh yeah i heard about this filly way back in the spring uh um, mr linville uh uh, said that he was uh, partners on this filly, and I think one more. But uh, uh, going to make first start for Tommy Drury, and of course he's been a, a, a multiple time guest on our pod before, and always we root for him. Uh, so uh, yeah, good luck to tap that app on Sunday. Tonight we celebrate an achievement of one of our former guests. She broke through with her first career stakes victory at Delaware Park over the weekend when her two year old filly, Red Hot Mess. Won the White Clay Creek Stakes. That's a mouthful. Going a mile on the dirt at Delaware. Of course, this accomplishment allows us to get caught up with one of our most popular guests, and that's trainer Chelsea Moisey. Chelsea, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Well, we're doing well. Uh, we're, we're so proud of you. First of all, that's uh, first of all, congratulations on on, on this you. feat. 
to accomplish what you did at a young age. I mean, there there are a lot of trainers, I'm sure, out there that I know locally that have, that have never gotten a sniff at a stakes race. And, and here you are at at, uh, at, at your age, you, you've already broken through. And, and like I said, we're very proud of you. Thank you. I appreciate it. So let's talk about your horse, uh, Red Hot Mess. She's a daughter of Preakness winner Shackelford. And I mm-hmm. believe she was purchased for $20,000 at the Phasic Tipton Timonium sale back in May. Uh, how did you come to acquire this filly? So leaving Delaware, I'm sorry, leaving Oaklawn and coming to Delaware, you know, we kind of, you know, me and Lewis Matthews, we kind of had our eyes set a little bit on the two-year-old sales, trying to pick up some younger horses since we didn't have very much luck claiming there at the end of Oaklawn. Um, and he kind of, honestly, was a little hesitant at first because, you know, that's what I grew up doing. And, you know, there's a lot of people, consigners you can trust, a lot of ones you can't trust. And, you know, and at the end of the day, I like buying horses with a good foundation on them. And um, I was there, and the, the goal was to kind of get two, maybe three, kind of, you know, I, I was shopping more in, like, the 10 to 30 kind of price range. I don't like to go extreme. I like to stay where I'm comfortable and, you know, have a shot to, to make money off those horses. You know, we don't have a $150,000 budget. You know, we were just kind of working with what we saw and we liked. And um, I had watched her go through the ring, and she was one that I looked at and really liked. Um but I was kind of just sitting back. I was waiting on a couple others to go through. So she wasn't like my first top, top pick. Um, and she RNA'd. And um, I'm friends with a consigner, John Stevens. So I rushed back to the barn and kind of just started talking to him and trying to, trying to get her bought at that point. So going back to what you said about uh, having no luck claiming horses in Oklahoma, is that just because the, the, the claim box was full for every horse you wanted or, or, or other reasons? Or? <laughs> it's so full. Yeah. Um, that's one of the means to claim from for sure. Um, yeah. I think I, I ended up, I got, did I get four? I got three or four. I know one was a 10 way shake. One was a six way shake and one was a four way shake. I do think I got, Oh, I got another one, but there was no shake on her, but you know, I, I was in the world. The record so far at Oakland was 32 way shake <laughs> and I was in that one. <laughs> so it's just, it's tough there. You know, you have to be so active on the claiming game and it's not guaranteed that you're going to like what you get. Right. Yeah, that's for sure. So this was your first uh, time going to Delaware Park. Uh, Delaware has been around forever. I, I, it's probably it, it should be on my bucket list. I know. Uh, what was what was Delaware like? What had, had you been there before for anything? Any other reason? I had been here to visit a couple times. I have a lot of friends that do the kind of Tampa Delaware circuit, and you know, being stabled in Tampa when I was with Buff Bradley for all those years, you know, I knew a lot of people here. So I've been okay. here. I liked it here. And, um, you know, I mean, the last time we spoke, if you would have asked me where I was going, it was not going to be Delaware. I'll tell you that. Um, but with Churchill just redoing their turf course this year and kind of making stalls a little tight, I didn't want to get put in a position where, one, I had to move to a training center all summer or stable at Ellis or go to Turfway. I kind of I like being in two places during the year and not shipping around a lot. And. Um, the other decision, you know, was based upon the fact that I went from having 10 stalls last summer at Churchill. So, well, I had 20 horses. You know, what am I going to do with them? Because that was all the stalls I was going to get. And I didn't want to have to be split again at that point. And, you know, um, I'm pretty good friends. I became friends with um, Jed Doro, racing secretary here um, from Oakland. And, um, you know, he gave me a call early in the spring and was like, you know, just open in the door. 
seeing what you think about coming here. And honestly, at that point, I was like, sure. Much <laughs> <laughs> else to go, you know. It's, at least, you know, you got the turf, you got the dirt, you got plenty of places you can ship around to. My horses love the backside. I knew it was pretty here. You got the, you know, training track, main track, turf gallop. Um, I knew my help would be very well accommodated with um, the dorms that they have here. They're just great. Um, so it kind of was, you know, you go left or you go right, and I went left again. So here we are. Right. So uh, tell me a little bit about Delaware Park. I mean, I, I, I see on TV that the, the paddock is beautiful. A lot of big trees and whatnot there, right? I always say it's like a, a like, it, it's Saratoga meets Tampa vibe. You know, you got, the paddock is beautiful. It's one of the prettiest paddocks I've been in. It reminds me of Saratoga so much. Um, but, you know, Tampa has a very um, laid back kind of farmy feel. And my horses always did well down there. And that's kind of what this offers them, too. You know, there's a lot of grass, a lot of space in between barns. You're not stacked on top of each other. Um you know, the surfaces are okay. I like having the options to train on. You know, you're not stuck in the same thing every day. Um, so I I really, I have no complaints being here. It was a great first year. So Red Hot Mess breaks her maiden. I think it was in uh, maybe first, second week of September. And that was her first career start. She won pretty handily, won by four and a half lengths. Mm-hmm. Were you expecting that uh, that win first, first out of the box? Yes. And I don't want <laughs> I'm like confused by saying that, but yes, a lot of a lot of my friends knew, a lot of family knew. I talked her up a lot to people, you know. But it's it's hard, you know. All of her works, it was mostly me working her, and it's hard to get excited about two year olds. I've done that before, but every time she works, she just got a little bit better and a little bit better. And um, she's never been the easiest filly to deal with at all. She has a lot of attitude, you know. There's been a lot of things we had to overcome along the way. But it's, you know, the more she matures, kind of the better she got. And then I got really nervous. And I said, well, I think she can win first time, but what if she doesn't? I don't know. You know, we try to get them ready the best we can, but, you know, things happen. But I was pretty confident. There's a lot of my friends and family that bet on her pretty good and made money. Yeah, she went 9-1, to one, right, I think? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. I was, yeah. to be honest, I really was. So uh, from there, you decided to point her to the uh, White Clay Creek Stakes. That was a two-turn race mm-hmm. on the dirt. Uh, I mean, it sounds like you're pretty confident about her going into the race. Is that would that be right? Yeah, I didn't really want to push her. You know, with her being just a little finicky, I didn't want to. You know, I had options of a lot of places to take her to try. You know, the next step up. But I was like, it makes more sense to leave her here. Let's run her out of her own stall. If we're going to try two turns, let's not let it be a, well, two turns and we had to ship her and, you know, just give her too many factors to play into it. I wanted her to be comfortable and just kind of be patient with her. Um, But, we, you know, we had done, we had her plenty fit. Uh, The fitness really wasn't anything I was concerned about, you know, even going into her first race. If her first race would have been a mile, I still think she would have ran the same. So I thought the race... I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. She was she was plenty fit, so the the distance was not an issue. I knew the filly was going to be better going longer from the beginning. Yeah, her pedigree screams two turns. I thought the effort was pretty professional too. I mean, she kind of rolled the rolled the rail, came up a hole uh, on the inside the, the whole way. That I mean, uh, what were your feelings uh, coming coming into the stretch? The rail here is one of the deepest rails I've ever experienced. So anytime you draw the one hole, I was pretty bummed about that, to be honest. I was like, dang it. 
we made it this far and we draw the we draw the rail but you know at the end of the day I looked at it and I'm like well it's not necessarily the worst place to be at least we have options um but that that's the you know that was my main concern was her being stuck on the rail the whole time but she's she's a very brave feeling I feel like she could really sit behind horses she could be on the outside she could kind of be wherever you want to put her and you know at the top of the stretch they went the first quarter pretty slow but they picked it up they picked it up the farther they went and on top of the stretch I was a little concerned but then I just she just pulled away and then you know so it the bu- so didn't matter <laughs> The group she beat, I know the the, the third place filly was Joya Runner. Uh, Alan, we saw her. She mm-hmm. flipped in a paddock in the uh, right before the Pocahontas Stakes, I believe. I think that's the right. Is that the right filly that I'm thinking of uh, for McInvale? And yeah. it's in Laura Waller's right. Run happy, it's a run happy, yeah. correct? Yes, yeah. Sir. Uh, she 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 broke her maiden at uh, uh, Indiana Grand by a bunch, and I remember I was going to use her that night in, uh, in our pick four. So that 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 group, I think that group was pretty decent. So. Uh, yeah, this filly's obviously got a lot of quality. So uh, this is your first stakes race, and uh, for maybe some newbies, uh, rookies that are listening to the podcast, uh, a stakes race is those are hard to come by. Though that that's the 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 top the top quality of of, of race horses. Uh, then you you work your way up to to grade three, grade two, grade one stakes. And but uh, Chelsea's knocked off a goal already, a milestone. With her first stakes win, tell us about uh, your feelings after the race. Phone calls, were there tears? Uh, where did you celebrate afterwards? I want to hear about all of it. Well, <laughs> the tears started at the ace pole for sure. They started <laughs> down. Let me tell you, there, there. I had a few. Um, Mr. Matthews wasn't in town for the race; he couldn't make it. But I had a few other owners that are local that were there, and of course they were, you know, celebrating with me. Tears definitely started. First person to call me, my mom. My mom was. Oh. She's a, of course, she's a fan, and um, she loves horse racing too. So, you know, she was there throughout the whole process of me buying her and, you know, watching her develop through all the phone calls and the pictures and you know all that. So, I mean, that my phone it blew up, and it's the greatest feeling. You know, it's nice to know that you have people that do watch, and you know, even if it's an accident, they see it on TV and they still shoot you a text or a call. You know, and, and I do it for my friends too and people I know. So it's a great feeling. So, so uh, if I'm overstepping my bounds, uh, the, I think the victory was a little more special because uh, the the rider has a special relationship with you. Is that correct? Yes, he's my boyfriend. We're we're dating. Okay. Oh and it was man, six one. So and and that's John Geraldo, correct? Yes. Okay, you, you get to yell at him a little a little extra more if if he doesn't do what you want him to do. Honestly, we haven't had that happen too much, to be honest. Like, things have come pretty easy. We're usually on the same page with things. I, and I'm sure there will be a day when that happens. And, you know, I mean, it is what it is. It's well, that's that's where you step into, you know, personal and business relationships. And it either works or it doesn't. Could you record that conversation when you threaten to take him off a horse of yours? <laughs> That'd be fun. All right, get back to Red Hot Men. So. Yeah. Your your filly's undefeated, two for two. Yep. Uh, here's the hard part because there, there's not a lot of allowance races uh, for non winners of non winners of three for two year olds. Uh, where do you go next with her? I'm I'm assuming there's got to be a stakes race somewhere around. We're kind of eyeballing a spot at Belmont in a couple weeks. I think it's Breeders' Cup weekend. Um, it's the one turn mile. Um, the tempted. It, the, the, yeah. Is it the, Attempted, cool. That's awesome. Wow. 
awesome. right now, that's on the radar. You know, she came out of the race great. Honestly, I didn't, I'm, I'm surprised by how great she came out of it. And, um, you know, it's just, it's not far of a ship. I can take her down there. I can be with her. We can kind of do it together. She's one that you have to, you know, hold her hand and kind of take her through everything. Um, so right now that's it. You know, if, and if I don't, I feel like that's too close or I don't want to do it, you know, I'll just wait and kind of see what else there is. You know, there's, I think it's, there's a race at Remington for, I believe, early December. Yeah. I'm trying not to look too hard, to be honest. I got you. So, <laughs> I'm just enjoy it, but there, there's some options, and I just want to do what's best for her. It's, it's really easy to get excited and right. want to push her, but she's not one, I think, that could handle everything I throw at her mentally. I think she's still maturing as we go along. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Well, Shackleford didn't really come around till. Very March of his three year old year, so maybe maybe uh, Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So, but uh, uh, Chelsea, uh, I, I think Delaware's meet's coming to a close here soon, and then Oaklawn opens at some point in December. What do you, what do you do in the meantime between Delaware and Oaklawn? I'm gonna stick around here. Um, they allow people to stable at Delaware until I believe December 15th. Um, I'm gonna stick around until the end of November. I got some family out here on the East Coast, and you know John's still riding out here, so. We're going to stick around at least through Thanksgiving and then venture our way back west. All right. You know, Alan, do you have tracks we can ship around to? So there's plenty of options to race at. And, and I, love, I, I like Delaware enough to, to want to stay there for the extra month. I don't blame you. Uh, Alan, do you have any questions for Chelsea? Well, yeah, I've got a few. I've, I've actually been to Delaware myself because uh, <laughs> I've vacationed in Ocean City before. And I've, of course, okay. you just drive across the street and boom, you're in Delaware. Pretty uh, much. You yeah, pretty much. It's it's pretty. You're in three different states. It's um, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, so let me ask you this: Have you had a chance to check out uh, Rehoboth Beach, Dewey Beach, Bethany? Let's see if you get to see much of Delaware up there. I haven't been huh? anywhere. I haven't had a chance to, and honestly, I'm like I feel bad about that. But no, I haven't gotten to escape anywhere. I've just it's just been racing all summer. Well, you are you know you've got your nose in the ground zone. Sorry, wish I did. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can take the ferry over to Cape May, New Jersey, if I'm not as I recall, over in, in Lowe's, Delaware, or something like that. But uh, it is, it's nice up there. I'll, I've never been to Delaware Park, but uh, I believe that's right. Is that right smack in the center of Delaware? Is that fair to say, or am I? Do I have that wrong? I'm not. I'm not sure on that. I know, like I said, wrong turn. You're in Pennsylvania. Other way, you're in Jersey. It's you're kind of. And then I live in Maryland, actually. I live right across the line. So I in Ocean City? Hey. No, in Elkton, right by Fairville. Elkton. I got you. Oh, okay, cool. So you ship out to a lot of places. I mean, you're pretty close to a lot of different racetracks there, correct? I mean, it's a short drive to anywhere you want to run to. Yeah. I mean, I'm currently at West Virginia, Charlestown right now. Tomorrow I'm at Laurel. Um, Saturday I come back here. I also have one in at Delaware tomorrow. Uh, so I mean, yeah, anywhere you want to go, about two and a half hours is the farthest. You and, know, I was. Uh, oh, so you're I really was. I was looking at. I don't know if you even realize this that your career stats as of tonight. Okay, because you just had a horse run second at Charleston. We yeah. were talking about that before we came on air. I don't know if you know this or not. Do you know your career stats right off the top of your head? Because this is pretty interesting. My mom does. <laughs> okay. Oh, so Mrs. Moisey, you'll. Wait, if I say that, I'm going to say this because I think I know the direction you're Are they all okay. the exact same number across the board? You are exactly right. You are good. Do you know what it is? 
No, it's probably, oh, darn it, I wish I did. I'm sure she'll send it to me later. Well, if Mrs. Moisey, if you're listening, you'll back me up on this. I just looked this up about an hour ago. 211 career starts, 28 wins, 28 seconds, 28 thirds. You are the model of consistency, Chelsea. Did you? <laughs> and that is I'm amazing. Old, so I guess that's a special number, right? <laughs> Probably doesn't <laughs> Well, there you go. You need to go ahead and quit while you're ahead. That is that is actually really impressive and a statistical anomaly. Uh, but one of those horses that's, that's actually gotten quite a bit of wins and seconds for you is a horse I believe we talked about last time you were on with us, and I believe he's still running for you. I think it's special close War Ballad, and you still have you still have War Ballad, don't you? She's my kid. Yes. I, I thought I thought she was cl- that that horse is uh pretty special to you. She is. She's special. Um, I actually, um, her last race at Delaware didn't really go as planned. Um, she, she was vanned off post race. She's fine. I'm out of it perfectly fine. You know, across the board, x-rays, everything. She's good. Um, she's actually been ponying. So So. she's, she's kind of moved into the stable pony role for a while. And then I don't know. I'm going to take her to Oakland and I'll probably end up running her there, but she does does whatever I do. And, you know, I just, I wanted to give her, you know, she had a really, I run her a lot over the winter and the spring. So I kind of just stepped back and um, we ended up kind of rolling it down to like a stone bruise in the foot. And um, she's been fun. I mean, she ponies six sets a day. Goes for wow. all right. Happy as a clam. She's probably fitter than anybody else in my barn. You know, because that's where you first got on my radar as a, as a Kentucky horse player with with the War Ballad. I remember War Ballad running really well when I was like, "Who's who's this? Who's this trainer?" And then I saw War Ballad run. I was like, "Okay, we've got something here." And here we are a couple of years later, and you maybe you got a Kentucky Oaks horse. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> but uh, it's jumping ahead of things. Is I mean, Kentucky? Huh? Sounds good. It sounds good, right? I'm I'm okay with it. I'm sure I'm sure you are. Uh, is Kentucky back in the foreseeable future? We, will we be seeing you back here on the Kentucky backstretch at Churchill or Keenan? It's, huh? it's possible. At this point, I don't even know where I end up. It's kind of wherever the road takes me. Um, I do. I would like to come back here to Delaware next year. I'm not saying I won't split strings, you know, given, you know, how many horses I have and the opportunities. You know, Kentucky's always home, so, of course, I'd love to end up back there at some point, but... You know, I just, I bought a bunch of babies, a bunch of yearlings at the sale, and I brought them up here to get Delaware certified for next year. So, you know, of course, we got to follow that through, and, you know, we made plans for next year. So this, here is the plan next year. Not saying Kentucky's out of the future next year, too. Just kind of seeing what happens. That's good. It seems like it's worked out so far for you. That's for, that's for darn sure. Uh, CC? So... We'll end it on this. Uh, I mean, and I'll beat this drum again, and we'll do it over and over. The, there's a there's there's a lot of well, excuse me. There's there's Brad Cox's and Bob Baffert's and uh, Bill Mott's of the world, and everybody thinks you know when when you need quality tutelage of your horse, you go to the big guys. But here, mm-hmm, no, the, the the Chelsea Moisey is living proof that. Horsemanship doesn't always belong to the big boys. You know, the, the strength in numbers argument is is weak, in my opinion. You look up a trainer like Chelsea Moisey. You, you listen to her talk. She's 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 all about uh, taking care of the horse, doing the right thing for the horse. She's she's knowledgeable. She's lived this her entire life. I, if you're a prospective owner in the game, look up somebody like Chelsea. 
because she she's just as good as the big boys. And just and and just look at her stats on Equibase. I mean, she doesn't get those uh, those premier September yearlings that the big boys get. And and her stats are excellent. And and she knows where to put them. And she's just she's just an excellent, capable trainer. And uh, you know. I'm bur- Chelsea. I'm bursting at the scene for you. <laughs> you're, 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 I appreciate it, guys. You know, and everything that you guys do, it gets out there. It does get me noticed. I, I've had a lot of people reach out from the first, um, you know, interview that we did beginning of the year. So, you know, what you guys do is great for the business. So, well, I think. Well, Chelsea, we appreciate it. Now, one of the things we we meant to do last spring, I, I I've never been to Oakland, mm-hmm. and. That's on my bucket list. Stupid well. pandemic crap. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, Oakland's a funny, it's a funny meet because it's always, you know, they run a lot of big stakes races like when it's in mm-hmm. February, March. You just don't know what the weather's going to be. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. But yeah. I, I, yeah, we, we got to get down there. I Nancy Holthus was going to hook us up with some seats last, uh, last spring. And we, like, like normal, we, we totally blew it. But, uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get down there and and come see you hopefully one morning if that's all right. That's fine. Listen, doors always open. All right. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. Chelsea, uh, as always, it's been a pleasure. We're gonna follow your career with great interest. And uh, now that you knocked the stakes victory out off the uh, off the uh, the goal list, uh, we're I, I assume we're maybe we're, we're looking for uh, graded stakes next, or, or or what? What do you think? It'd be a dream. Be a so. dream. All right. That's a, that's good. That's good. Well, Chelsea, uh, we'll we'll leave it at that. Uh, we're very grateful that you uh, came on with us, and uh, uh, you're invited back anytime you want. Just uh, just let us know, and like I said, we'll we'll keep an eye on you in the future, and and, and we root for we root for your horses as hard as the ones we bet on. So uh, we'll uh, we'll uh, like I said, we'll we'll keep an eye on you, and uh, good luck in your future endeavors, and uh, hopefully. Uh, Hopefully we'll keep an eye on uh, Red Hot Mess, and, and hopefully she can uh, make some hay in the in the Philly division coming up soon. All right, we'll see you guys soon. Thank you. All right, that's Chelsea Moisey.